0: Hello ladies and gentlemen, I'm Jesse Duplantis.
1: And I'm Kathy Deplanis and here we are again to chat.
0: And we just got back from that tour and yeah. we had a marvelous awesome, and wonderful time. Awesome. i will even put something up on, on, uh, on social yeah, media about up, a little update. I think it went update.
1: up on, on Tuesday.
0: Yeah, it was just such a blessing. And uh, we're still getting back on that time and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, as far as the time, I've been back the first day. But, I mean, and I don't know. I just know how to do that, and I'm bragging about it. But, I mean, Sounds it was like such a wonderful bragging. time. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, I had to tell I was, Kathy I'm, who she was a couple of days. She didn't know who she was. She's fuzzy in the brain. But other than that, it wasn't too bad.
1: <laughs> yeah. I just need to sleep more. But I, yeah. I, I can't. I got to get up when I, when I wake yeah, up. Yeah,
0: I mean, you know, you No matter slept, if it's
1: 3 you, o'clock or what You did
0: sleep quite a bit on the plane, but I guess it just wasn't enough. Uh,
1: one hour is not enough.
0: Was it one hour? It was only an hour.
1: That's
0: what I thought. You sure? (laughs) Positive. Okay. Anyway, God is so good. I want to ask a question. I'm going to start with you, then I'm going to ask you. Hmm. Okay. What are people saying about your faith? Oh. (laughs) See, she don't know. See, let me just say this: nobody knows what we're gonna talk about. No. Until thirty seconds well, before.
1: How do I? I'm not sure. People. Well, I get great comments, and of course I have to give God the glory. But I believe that uh, my faith. I'm getting results. I mean, you can see the things I've prayed for, and that's what, how not, I got the things. I'm
0: asking, what are people saying what are people about people your saying faith?
1: About my, my faith? Well, so
0: you, you don't know yet, but you know you're getting results.
1: Well, I don't go up to people and say, "Hey, what do you think about my faith?"
0: No, no. I mean, normally <laughs> they not they like, will, "What
1: do you think about this blouse?" Normally
0: or, they would tell no. you. Will they? Yes. I'm gonna ask you, what are people saying about your faith? Is that in the scripture, brother? You put and try to put it. No, no, no. It's Romans chapter one. I want to read this. Paul writing to the church at Rome. He says, first, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for you all that your faith is spoken of throughout the whole world." You know, I used to read that and I thought, "Well, how can our faith be spoken out across the whole world?" Well, today with social media and the internet. Broadcast television, that's, I mean, this thing is running 24 7, seven days a week. And people, um, they, they know you by what they see on television. Or they, uh, and uh, I, I hope and I believe that our faith, our faith here at Jesuit Transmission is spoken uh, uh, in a very good way about a lot, a lot of different people that are watching us because, you know, faith is, this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. And the reason why I'm saying that, because there's been such tragedy in the world, and I want to make this announcement. Uh, you, we just heard about this, another school shooting and things of that nature. First, you, know, you, don't, <clears throat> you don't equate good people with evil people. That boy was evil. I think he killed his grandmother before he got there. I mean, you've got to be an evil person to just pull the trigger on a 6-year-old, 7-year-old, 8-year-old child. But you know what? you got to be pretty evil to rip the legs off of a kid inside of a mother's womb, too. Right. Don't shout me down when I'm preaching good. You see so what I'm true. saying? So because true. that's just as much well, murder. Now, everybody is just shocked to have that, but they don't think twice about the abortion side. Right. They call that a woman's health. And I'm not being critical of it. I'm just saying that that's a person.
1: Right. That's a
0: person 63 there.
1: 63 million yeah. plus. Now,
0: why are we not shook to our shoes like we are when we hear such terrible things well, like this? And I am too, but this, this school shooting. It's so hard. I made up my mind, people say, how do you explain that? Because the kids say, how can that happen? Why did God allow that to happen? Uh, well, I'm going to tell you what he didn't allow it to happen. We, we, we threw God out schools. We threw God out the government. Uh, right now, most people don't want to talk about the word of God. They say, Man, that, that, you know, that's not, so we, God's a pretty nice person. He said, so you don't want me? He backs up, and right. guess who shows up? Evil, Satan.
1: Yeah, evil's allowed to flourish. <clears throat> that's right. And Satan. a lot of these people do it just for attention. They're just deceived. But well, you know, Satan
0: comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Let me tell you something. If God is not inside of you, God is not with you, Satan's going to show up and try to occupy who right. you are.
1: I think with this and, and a lot of other things that have been going on in the world, it just amplifies the fact that the world really needs the Lord. Yeah. And that's why we're so uh, passionate Amen. about sharing these boardroom chats. We get comments from people Amen. that say Amen. they're learning so much from it to start. Started, this all started in 2020, but we've continued it sure. because it's it's getting a lot Not of Not because
0: it's popular, but because it needs, people need to hear it's it. It's
1: getting results. We're getting the testimonies. I want people.
0: you to read that Romans 1.8 in the uh, Amplified or whatever translation you got there. Okay. Can you do that real yes, quick? Yes, it
1: says, first, I thank my God. I'm at Amplified here. Amplified okay. Amplified Classic. First, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for all of you because the report of your faith is made known to all the world and is commended. Everywhere
0: reason why I could say that Rome was the sin of the world at that day and time right see does it says in the passion? And You know, translation? there was
1: a lot of Persecution sure. in the church of Rome there, but they still their faith is oh, yeah. being talked about all over the world verse 8 in the in the passion Translation says I give thanks to God for all of you because it's through your conversion to Jesus Christ Amen that, that the testimony of your strong, persistent faith is spreading throughout the world. That's right. Because see, Rome, all the roads in that day led, led to Rome. Rome. And That's so right. that was one way God, those roads, they didn't even realize they'd been led by God to make those roads because those are the very roads that people used to carry the gospel to the known world right. at that time. And they,
0: and they still use those
1: roads. So, so it was spread throughout the whole world.
0: Now, you see what I'm saying here, I know people are just disturbed about all this evil. You know, people don't want to talk about, you know, say, we are a Christian nation. Oh, man, all our government will stand up and say, no, we're not. Well, this, this nation was founded upon Judeo-Christian ethic. When you talk about the Scripture, in other words, you only want in the Bible what you like. You don't want what you don't like. See what I'm saying? And there's things in here that uh, that that, that demands you live a right lifestyle. That man, so you don't have these things coming at you. Are you saying all those people are evil? No, but they can do evil things. Mm-hmm. See, you got to understand, Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy. I don't think any person's ever born evil in any way, shape, or form. But if they don't live their life for the Lord, I'm going to tell you something. Devils are going to show up. People say, I don't believe that. Well, if you don't believe that, go to Uvalde, Texas. Go look at, what, 19 children or something like that and two or, two or three adults. Two and then don't. the Sandy Hook thing, 10 years ago it was, I believe it was. All these different things. And, and I want to ask you something. I want you to do this for me. Every time you see one of these killers, I mean, if you can think about it, maybe you can go back, you look, look in their eyes. All they have the same look in their eyes. I've noticed that, that those two boys over there at the, in Colorado that killed those kids, uh, I can't remember their names, but, I mean, uh, okay, you look at the when, when they did pictures of them, and actually they brought them to court, I mean um, you know, whatever they did, they took pictures of them. Uh, the Sandy Hook people, the uh, you're looking at it's exactly the same spirit because that's the same exact look in their eyes, and that's that killing spirit. You see a, a serial killer, and you look at him. There's a coldness, and there's just nothing but death. That's demon possession. That's the devil's causing all those things. Do you understand? But you can become very. Um, numb to those things if you don't watch it. That's why the Word of God keeps you in tune. And I want people, I don't care if it's persecution. I don't care if it's criticizing criticizing me. I want them talking about the faith that I stand for, the faith that I believe, the faith that I speak. Now, I'm going to read it again in the Old King James. First, I thank my God through Jesus Christ. This is Paul writing to the letter at Rome, for you all that your faith is spoken of throughout the whole world. Now, how do you get your faith to be spoken of Throughout the whole world. Go over me to Proverbs chapter 4, Kathy, if you don't mind. Proverbs chapter 4. I was in my study just, I'm not in my study, in my office just a while ago, and the Lord began to deal with me on this. And I, I want to read. This is how you do this. You see, you keep your mind full of the Word of God. Watch this. It's Proverbs chapter 4 and it's verse 20. He says, My son, now God calls you a family member. My son, attend my words, incline thy ear unto my sayings. That's just not Sunday morning, going to church. That's right. This is a daily 24-7 thing, Mm -hmm. so that your faith can be spoken out through the whole world so you'll know what to do, when to do it, where to do it, and how to do it. He says attend. Or get an attention to this, to my words, incline thy ear unto my saying. Why he said your ear? Because faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Then the next verse, it says that, let them not depart from thy eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart. Why? They do something. What do they do? For they are life unto those that find them and health to all their flesh. This Bible will keep you healed. Mm-hmm. This Bible will keep you healthy. Right. This Bible will keep you from doing evil things if you accept it. That's when your faith begins to be talked about all over the world.
1: That's good. I love oh, that. you hear what I'm saying? I'm Go ahead and say
0: it. whatever you want to say. Well, yes. I was
1: looking at it again in the, in the Amplified when you were reading. It says pretty much the same Go thing, ahead. but it goes on, verse 23. You didn't read verse I didn't read 20. 20 well,
0: let me read 23 to King James, and you get it. Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. It no, says keep
1: and guard your heart with all vigilance, and above all that you guard, for out of it flow the springs of life. Unless you keep your heart, there's some, uh, that's the way, in fact, when you keep your heart, that's the way to keep the life going. Right. And when you don't do that, then the enemy is coming in and steal, kill, and destroy.
0: When you don't keep this word of God, you become numb inside. I want to use that word numb. Hmm. Your emotions become numb. Let me take you back when I was a little boy. When I was a little boy, all the schools were segregated. I grew up in white schools. They wouldn't allow black people to go to my school, I don't know why. Until you were in
1: high school or something, I think they We actually
0: integrated the school in 1967 where I was, and I was a senior in high school. Why? Why is that? Because people became numb to hurt, they became numb to uh, uh, I'm, be- I'm better than you or this or that or whatever. And before you know it, you hated someone for the color of their skin. Uh, you separated them. And then you thought they weren't very smart if they were black. I remember years ago they said that a, quarter- a-, a-, a black person couldn't become a quarterback. Now, can you believe that? That's how stupid that is today. It's almost absurd. But people believe that, see. That you could, because you know you had to how to how to how to position a team and how to you know what to do. Well, black people are not uh, uh, intelligent, they're very intelligent, just as intelligent as you are, but you see, they became numb to that. Mm -hmm. How many years that went on and went on and went on? And you know, when they first went over to Africa, not just it was a different country, they had a different language, they did different things. Same thing happened in Australia, the Aborigine. A lot of these white guys said, we don't know how to cross that out back. And they died because they wouldn't talk to the aborigine because they thought they were so much better than they were. But the aborigine knew how to find water. The aborigine knew how to, they were very smart in where they were. Right. But th- what I'm trying to get to is that they, their faith was not talked about. Their cruelty was talked about. Mm-hmm. You see, cruelty, the apartheid stuff, cruelty. I mean, Nelson Mandela was a nice man, man that could stay 30 years in prison and not become... Bitter. Bitter.
1: Right.
0: That's a First, that's a very brilliant man. He was a lawyer. Number two, there's, there was something inside of him that just, well, his, uh, everything about him was talked about. Mm-hmm. You see, and that's what I'm talking about, that your faith would be talked about. And, and not in a bad way, but in a good way. Because, see, if, you, if your faith is not talked about, your cruelty will be. Right. And I'll right. never forget the day when they integrated the schools. I was so glad. I've never been a prejudiced man. I was glad that uh, people, black people were coming, uh, Hispanic people were coming. I mean, it just opened it up. Right. We had better football teams. We had better uh, academics and scholastic achievements. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because the human race was now in one place, one mind, and one accord. And yet, till today, you got people. Speak against that and their cruelty is no, They call them skinheads or whatever that all that kind of. Remember the Nazis and the, I mean, you can develop such a terrible cruelty that you don't even realize it's cruel. Just kill them. Mm-hmm. Just, just kill people. Just put them in furnaces and burn them simply because they're Jewish people or whatever. Oh, you know, or, or maybe uh, uh, someone that's not really, uh, you know, not, I don't want to use the word, mentally challenged, eh, gas them, you know, and things of that nature. Now, and i uh, sad to say our history of, of mankind is like that all the way back. Mm-hmm. Well,
1: but, it's because it's, begin been the plan of the devil from the beginning to separate yes. and divide. God made us all unique and individuals, and we come together and appreciate and value Amen. one another, regardless of how we look on the outside. Right. Uh, then we're able to accomplish all that God calls us to do. When we separate each other, then we're, we're ineffective because there's one part of the body. We're all part of one body, the body of yeah. Christ. Like, I have a lot that helps you. You have a lot that helps me. Mm-hmm. Together, we're we're more powerful. Yeah,
0: yeah but if two of you agree.
1: It's touching anything.
0: I'm going to tell you something. I never told you. I've been married to you going be 52 years. I remember one time, you know, we didn't have a lot of money when I was growing up, my mother and father. You know, did the best they could, so I got a job. I mean... My father got me a job at eleven years old. You can't do that today. I'm talking eight-hour day and I still had to were go to say school. Something about me. Okay, I'm gonna show you what I did. <laughs> I'm gonna show you. What, no, and what happened was, all I had was jeans, uh. and all I had, you know, jeans and them cheap jeans. There wasn't no Levi jeans. That was a that was a nice the jeans. Off-brand. Off-brand. Spiegel catalog. That's what it was called. Spiegel catalog. Okay, and I remember when I went to my high school in the tenth grade. That would be 1965.
1: Are you going somewhere? I'm saying, yeah, I'm wait, going no, somewhere. I'm Hang on.
0: About me. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. And uh, uh, I got there and they said, uh, you can't wear jeans. Here, You have to wear slacks. I said, I don't have any slacks. Oh, because you're poor. I remember it hurt my feelings. They were cruel. You know, he just wears jeans. Well, I didn't have nothing else. I rem- I didn't say nothing. Mm-hmm. And uh, now, But I, said, I didn't say nothing, but I made up my mind and I said, and I, I'm a, this is gonna sound arrogant. Now, I'm richer than all them suckers now. <laughs> you know, Lock, look at Kathy. She didn't like that, but that's all right. I am richer than all of them now. You know why? Because I didn't let their cruelty get into me. I said, you know what? I blessed those that have hurt me in the years I have blessed them. I wanted to use the word rich because that just shocked you. It just shocked Kathy, but it don't shock Jesse because you see, I've been to the bottom and I've been to the top. You know, <laughs> and, and I'm telling you, God is good. On the bottom, he's the same. On the top, he's the same. Yesterday, day of heaven. Now, where I want to get to you, when Finally. I came to you, when me and you met, I didn't have nothing. You know, I'm just a typical teenage boy. And, uh, but you never, once ever told me my jeans look bad or this and that in any way, shape or form. You didn't ask me how much money I had when I started dating you. Uh, you know, you was a nice person. Y'all didn't have very much neither. But you had a working mama, boy. I mean, that woman would work night 24 7. You see, and I appreciated it about her. I remember I was always a little nervous, you know, uh, because that, that, that was dug into me. You know, well, you know, you're poor, you know. And then people would kind of look down on you. And uh, but I said, well, I was, but I ain't poor no more. And I made up my mind that poverty was a curse. You see, so my genes was talked about all over the school. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? And not in a nice way. He's poor. So, watch this people wouldn't hardly eat lunch with the, me. But I had a couple, a few other people that had jeans too, just like me. So, you know what? The poor people were hanging together and things of that nature. And I'll never forget the first time I bought my purse pair of farah remember that? farah slacks. Oh, that was something. And they looked at me and said, Oh, but I had a job and I, I was able to buy my clothes and, you know, different things of that nature. And, uh, Uh, I didn't even know there were slacks when I was a kid. You know, I just wore jeans. That's what you wore, and tennis shoes. They weren't called Nikes. Nikes didn't even exist then. And it was a Spiegel catalog. That's what that was. And also the catalog was used for other stuff besides, (laughs) used that for toilet paper sometimes, you know, in in the outhouses. I'll tell you, man, it's just the way it was. But when Jesus came into my life, now watch this. At, At the time that I got born again, I was doing very well financially. I mean, very well. And I remembered that I had found the most precious commodity, if you want to call it, is when Christ gave himself to me. I I began to realize it. From that day forward, and I don't mean to sound arrogant, people began to talk about my faith. Yesterday we went to lunch. Mm -hmm. They said, You have such faith. I said, I have no doubt. See, I took the doubt out and I filled it up with faith, Mm -hmm. not so I could be better than you. Right. By no way. No. How did I do that? By attending to that Word of right. God and in then, Proverbs.
1: I love that. And then Go verse ahead. 24 goes on to say, this is the Amplified. It says, okay. "Put this is how you did it. I mean, this is how we did it. Because I remember people would... Even in your family, they would say, talk about your family history, how they all had heart disease and cancer and oh, all these things. God. And they would say, and that's going to come on you, too. And we would reject it because we had already been reading the Word of God and realized what promises belong to us. And instead of believing the report of our family history, yeah. we believe the report of the Lord. And this is how we did it in verse 24. It says, put away from you false and dishonest speech and willful and contrary talk put far from you. And then it says in verse 25, let your eyes look right on with fixed purpose and let your gaze be straight before you. Consider well the path of your feet and let your ways be established in order to write. And the last verse in the same uh, mm-hmm. Proverbs chapter four says, turn not aside to the right hand or to the left, remove your foot from evil. So, that's so we the have lesson. a decision. We have our choices in life, who we're going to listen to, what we're going to listen to. We choose to listen to the word of God. And when you choose, to listen to the Word of God and put it in practice, then it, it starts establishing a life of faith that will help you to receive everything that you right. need from God. And, and it'll help you to remove your foot from evil. You'll be able to recognize evil and not walk in that wrong path. And right. not only just for yourself, but for your family as you, well. You know?
0: Well, you know, I'm going to say something that may make you a little angry, but I'm, I'm going to go like back to something true. You like to say that, Steve. Oh, I'm very, I know I'm a controversial <laughs> person, see, but I want my faith to be talked about. It's Okay, different. let me tell you, that I was raised, so I'm in high school. Me and a good friend of mine, I'll keep the names private. a good friend, we went over to this girl's house who was wonderful, but her mother and father were pretty uh, well-to-do. I don't know if they were rich, but they were a lot richer than us. So we went over, and uh, uh, and she's just a wonderful person, beautiful girl, beautiful. We just knew her from, from school. Her mother comes into the room, and asked me my name, and I told her my name, and my friend's name We're sitting there like that. Where do y'all live at? And I said, I live on Okoto Road. Mm-hmm. Oh, she said, that's where all the poor people live. And I just smiled, and uh, then my, my other friend told me where you live, and he said, well, you're not much better neither. Mm. Said this to our face. Now watch this. And, and of course, the girl that we went to she said, mom, that's that is so cruel, that's wrong these are my friends. She said, well, I would prefer you not to because these boys, you know, they don't, they, they don't have any, uh, I don't know.
1: She didn't think they had any future.
0: No, nothing. had a future. And I remember that, and that hurt me, and I, I never said nothing. You know, it was nice. I said, well, I'm, I'm so, she, so she told us to leave, so we left. And, of course, <clears throat> her daughter apologized for two or three years after that. We all went to school, you know, they right. graduated. But I said, don't worry about it. I said, she said, she said, my mama just nuts. If you don't have money, she's just got to be better than anybody else. Okay. Well, I want to tell you something about God. God's going to show up and show out some kind of way. I guess the Lord knew that that affected me pretty hard. Now, let's jump. 30 years? No. Yeah, 30, 35 years. I'm in Houston. I've rented the Houston Convention Center. I'm doing very well now. Okay. Um, had a jet, you know, doing very, very well. The Lord blesses, to God be the glory, not showing off or nothing like that. And so I'm about ready to preach and we were sitting, and I looked out there and I saw this lady. And I said, God, that lady is so familiar looking to me. And I got the, and, you know, and so we went to preach and everything. So normally instead of going to the back after I finished, I walked out and this girl, this lady walked in and I said, and it was the, the friend of ours. And she looked just as beautiful. But, you know, I, but I just, I said, how you doing, girl? I hadn't seen her in 30 years and all this kind of stuff. I mean, it was just amazing. She said, oh, she said, I just loved your preaching. So I've watched you on television. All this kind of stuff, you know. Still just as sweet as she was when we were just, with when had the jeans on, you know, when jeans was not popular like they are today. Guess who's there? Her mama. Her mama comes up. I look at her, and immediately I remember those exact words. But I just smiled I said, hello, ma'am, how you doing? And she said, I'm doing fine. She said, look like you've done well for yourself. And and, and, uh, the daughter said, mama, stop. All this kind of stuff. She said, no, it looked like you've done well for yourself. I heard you was a millionaire. Now, this is in front of a bunch of people. Maybe I shouldn't have said it. I said, no, no, multi. <laughs> and her daughter goes, yes, yes. And the mom went, mm. uh, All of a sudden, the mother realized that I had more than her. Now, I'm not bragging about that. But I think that day, what you sow, you will reap. See, it will come back at you some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. And by then, I am a child of God. And God said, you know, you hurt my boy. And so all I said, and boy, she didn't know what to say. And so I went back talking to the daughter. And I'm not bragging on it. I'm not trying to, I know some of y'all say, this ain't right. Look, let me tell you something about Jesse. I am an open book. You can, you can persecute me or you can praise me. Do whatever you want to do. I'm going to have my faith talked about. Right. And if I believe in something and you think it's wrong, I I am going to believe like a pit bulldog biting down on something. You have to beat me in the head with a stick to get me to turn loose because I know in whom I have believed That's right. and I'm you persuaded. Know, and what I'm Did but, that bother you when I said that?
1: Well, I don't like <laughs> so you just tell sound me. like you're bragging. I'm
0: not bragging. <laughs> but
1: my, my what I see in what all of that... What makes you think I'm bragging? No, you're not bragging, but it's a fact. But what you're doing really, not what I think is that you're... You're revealing the fact that there are walls of prejudice in, in in so many different walks of life. We we all recognize, first of all, the the walls of racial and skin color. But those walls, those dividing walls that are between people, with people that have substance and some that don't. I we didn't grow up with anything either. We went from yeah. pillar to post. But you know, it didn't affect me the way it did you. You're just a different type of a person. I remember your, the story when you were just a little kid, and for some reason, your family must have involved you more with the difficulties. I was oblivious to it. But your your parents uh, brought well, they you to a, they put pressure on us like children
0: to make money for them.
1: Yeah, I know that was <laughs> I awful. Did, I did it not have awful. that good. So of he, different background, but. Uh, I remember you told the story, we were just like six years old or something like that and your parents went to a funeral. Yes, And you'd heard so much about debt and bills and pressure with financial pressure that when you were standing by the the coffin, coffin with your dad looking into the person in the casket, you're, you're, you said, hey, dad, is his bills paid? <laughs> yeah, and I, I said, thought that was so hilarious. My
0: father was so, oh, God. And so, well, that's all I heard. But
1: that was predominantly on your mind about debt, and you saw your mom, and well, I didn't experience this, but I remember the time you said you were in a, he was in a, a, a car with the pair. Your mom and dad were going to a little small burger place, yeah, and there wasn't yeah. enough money to get burgers but, for everybody. Yeah, but And your can, mom just said she wasn't hungry, but you knew I, she was I hungry. Can I interrupt
0: you on that? The name of it they call them White Castle. Hamburgers, They're little, the little bitty hamburgers you can buy. I don't know, tell them. But one time they're not very big. This was called Royal Castle hamburger. Were, it, that was it was there on the it's West. Bank little of New small sandwich. They were sixteen cents a piece. I'm sitting in the back seat of the car,
1: and there were just like four of you. How many four. were? Was you, me, you,
0: oh. Mama, Wayne, and um, was Deborah Daddy? Yet? No, okay. De- Deborah, and then was. And so not you dad. were young. Well, jo- I'm six years older. Uh, so you may and, have been and, like uh, five or Jody, six. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was just a little boy, five, six, because I think Mama was pregnant with um, uh, Deborah at that time, and I'm seven years older than my younger brother. Watch this. So they went in and got the, they got the hamburgers, but they had three hamburgers. So Mama gave me one, and Mama gave one to Wayne, and Daddy was eating one. And I noticed Mama wasn't eating. So I said, hey, Mama. Oh Lord, I'm going back in time. starts to That touch me. always
1: touches me too. It's such Wait, a story. Well, Wait, let, let me
0: get through it. See, story. I went, uh, now I'm reliving it. I said, hey, Mama, where's your hamburger? She said, you go ahead and eat it, boy. Don't worry about it. Everything's fine. And I hadn't t- yet taken a bite of that little hamburger. And I'm telling you, this big. Yeah. I said, Mom, you don't have a hamburger. She said, I don't worry about it. That's fine. Now, Daddy was eating this. And, and, and uh, I don't mean that to be critical of my dad, but he was. And Wayne I'm was. Not, I'm
1: not surprised. And I looked
0: at that La- and I took my hamburger. I said, Mama, if you're not going to eat, I'm not going to eat. And Mama turned around in that car. She said, Boy, you eat that or I'll, I'll say spank. She said, I'll whoop you. You know how to use the they call of whoopings instead of spanking. I said, Well, you, you can whoop me all you want. I'm not eating that hamburger. I ain't eating. I said, You're not eating. I'm not eating. That hurt me till today when I mm-hmm, think about that. Mm-hmm. That day, that time, and that call, I made up my mind right there at six years old that I would not be poor, Mm -hmm. that poverty was a curse. It's a curse. And that that it would destroy. It's so easy. So Mama said, well, how about if we eat it together? Right. And I said, fine. You shared it, yeah. I made sure I took real small bites. Mm -hmm. And she said, Jesse, you can't eat a bigger bite than that. It's okay, Mama. It's okay. I'll never forget that as long as I ever live. It touches me when I think about that. And you know, the day came when I bought her a house. The day came when I bought her a car. And how many times did I said, Ma, remember that hamburger? She would start crying. She said, that's, you, that's a long time ago. I said, Yeah, it was. I said, But, Mama, as long as I got life in me, you will not struggle no more. I became very ambitious, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Trying to get through this here. I became very, very ambitious. But in a wrong way. You know, the devil, you know, I was Well, the I only not, way you knew at that, that time, you,
1: you developed your musical talent, you started yeah, playing. I, I
0: looked for the, the doors.
1: That could help. And when God
0: it. saved me, God took that ambition for for money, fame, took it away. But what he didn't take away, which I did know was the laws of sowing and reaping. I just kept giving and God began to bless me. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm more blessed today than I've ever been when I was a sinner when in you the rock se- world. When
1: you were seeking that. Yeah. So I don't be- seek
0: any of that. When not- you
1: seek God, He says all these things will be yeah. added unto you. Yeah. The things that you need in I life, and even more.
0: I don't seek, I didn't seek the big house. I didn't seek the plane. I didn't say see- all I need were tools to do this work that God called me to do. Mm-hmm. Now I just personally believe this. My mother never seen the home we live in today. I'm not bragging about that. I, think I she can did. live in a I can live in a 8 foot wide 10 foot trailer. I don't have any I'm not I'm not trying to prove <laughs> nothing to nobody. But I really believe God pulled back the curtain say, "Hey, remember when Jesse said he would build that house?" They well, did. I remember I you told me that
1: her. she saw it in a vision. She saw it in a vision, and, and bef- long before we ever saw it or yeah. thought about it, so that was part of
0: your future. Yeah. So what I did was I began to develop my faith as as a minister of the gospel, thinking that a Christian has to be poor. Remember, we gave all our money away. We were willing just to do whatever it takes. I think if God would have told both of us to go in a cave and just never come out for 50 years and just study the Bible, we'd have done it. We just did what God told us to do. Well, and you know, we we are still generous people. We were generous when we didn't have nothing. But I didn't know the laws of sowing and reaping. I didn't understand the Genesis principle. As long as the earth remains, seed time, harvest time, and God began to bless me. At first, I began to reject. I went, no, no, I'm supposed to be poor. But then when I studied the scripture, I found out God is not not living in poverty places and things. And he don't want his children living in poverty places and things of that nature. God wants to bless you in the city, in the field, going in and going out in every area of your life, you Mm -hmm. see. So I made up my mind that God's word is true. And uh, so I don't mean this to be rude when I said I'm richer than all those other people, but I am. To God be the glory. Right. I'm giving him glory. But today, I mean, today it is so wonderful. But do you, it's so wonderful. I enjoy giving away a dollar or $5 like I did when I have given away 50000 mm-hmm. because it's exactly the same. Because the money is nothing, that just, it's nothing. It's the seed, see, it's the seed form. And I developed that through Proverbs 4, attending unto the work of the Lord. I want to read that again. Attending unto the work of the Lord, letting the word not depart from my eyes, making sure my ears hear what I'm saying. Find out that I have health in my flesh. Keep my heart sound, my Lord, so that out of it the forces of life will come. I put away a froward mouth and perverse lips. I I look not to the right or left. I look straight on to God and say, God, what would thou have me to do? And God's word has been so good and gracious to me You see what I'm saying? So persecution comes for the word's sake. Mm -hmm. So that's how you uh, get your faith talked about worldwide. The
1: whole world. That's right. And everything.
0: And then Kathy started preaching. Now, it used to be with Brother Jesse, Brother Jesse. Yeah. Now they say, well, oh, you, Kathy, the plaintiff's husband, aren't you? <laughs> and I said, yes, I am. Praise God. Yes, I am. And I am glad for that. I mean, and she is taking up a position. Brother possession. Kathy. Yeah, Brother Kathy. <laughs> Glory. But Kathy got so mad one time we went to the church and they called her Sister Jessie. I said, oh. I, got, I got a name. <laughs> she said, I got a name. I, she said, my name is not Sister Jessie. My name is Sister Kathy. <laughs> yeah. And I said, you better change this real quick. Well, anyway, to make a long story short, we did. And uh, and now, I mean, she's preaching, pastoring the church, doing all the different things that we do. And it's really amazing. Like this Sunday coming, I'll be in one church and, uh, and and you'll be in this church and we just preaching to God and we just come back together. It takes equipment to do all that. Right. You're watching this boardroom chat. I've got two cameras, one here, one there. Uh, there's two of them behind her over on this side. I got a girl sitting on the side of there giving me all kinds of... Uh, Signals to say because the clock's not working right. And so she's trying to show me. I got George, who's the director, saying, Hey, what's going on? I got Chrissy going, come on, come on, (laughs) you know, you know. And she's writing down little notes and things of that nature. Things are going on behind the scenes. I'm saying this, God is behind your scenes. Mm -hmm. And he's saying, Hey, did you hear about what they're saying about my boy? Did you hear what they're saying about my girl? Yeah. See what I'm saying? And it's just such a blessing of the Lord.
1: Yeah, and that's why we I love doing these chats and all the things that we do because, you know, our faith is growing and maturing. Sure. But God is calling us to help others like you that are watching today to develop the faith that God wants you to have in your life, the faith that's available to all of us. In fact, when we're born again, all of us have been given the measure of faith. But it's up to us to to develop it, and like a muscle, we ha- it has to be developed, and it's developed by use and by doing it. And so when when you were reading in Romans in Romans chapter one, mm-hmm. I just love that he says I, he's. we want to go back verse to it. Was yeah, let's go back to that. Okay. And and the for the verse you read in the um yeah. Romans chapter one verse eight.
0: Verse eight. You yeah. want to read
1: that for me? Sure,
0: I read. right.
1: Yeah, go I ahead. I got and it read right here.
0: Hang on just a second. Romans verse eight. Yeah. Romans chapter one verse eight.
1: Chapter one verse eight.
0: Okay, right here. It says, first, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for you all that your faith is spoken of throughout the whole world.
1: Right, and then down in, and this is, he's writing to them there in Rome, but he wanted to go there and be there in person. So he said uh, in verse uh, 10, he says, I keep pleading that somehow by God's will, I may now at last prosper and come to you. That's the amplified version. Mm -hmm. Verse 11 says, for I am yearning to see you that I may impart and share with you some spiritual gift to strengthen and establish you that is that we may be mutually strengthened and encouraged and comforted by each other's faith Ooh. with yours and mine. So when we get together, our faith is comforted and, and strengthened. And too. those that are watching, I believe that your faith is being strengthened and encouraged. To believe, God, maybe you're one that grew up in poverty and it's been an enemy and you, and you need to be free from that. Maybe your situation is some kind of addiction or other problem that you have. Or maybe there's some sickness or problem in your body, regardless of what that is attack of the devil is, or whatever's going on in your life, God wants you to know by faith you can come out of it. And that's what all the long. Word of God is so powerful. It helps us to be free from all the, the problems that sin has created when it came oh, into the it, earth.
0: And you know, let me just say that you partners, when you send in your financial seed, I, 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 I go, God, I mean, I still haven't got used to it because it's so honorable that you believe in us. And I will not break that trust with you. Mm-hmm. and I will not break that trust with God. Right. I pray that every day. Lord, I pray that not, I will never break my trust with you or break my trust with my partners because, see, you thought of us. So I talk about my partners. I say it all the time, and I know other ministers say the same thing, that I got the best partners in the world uh-huh. because they believe in us. Right. And, and, and you understand? And I do exactly what I say, but the monies that you send in. I, I never said this before, but I feel the love of the Lord saying, when I did that European, excuse me, that U, UK tour, I didn't charge any of them people any of them expenses. It cost me almost hundred thousand dollars to go do that. That's a fact, ladies and gentlemen. You know, with the inflated prices, I mean, we were going in the uh, um, all kinds of uh, well airports, and I mean, I wanted a bag of ice. The ice was a bag of ice was twenty-five dollars this big, but had to have it. There's no other choice. I'm not bragging about that, but our partners stood with us and believed with us. People gave. I never put no pressure on anybody. I never will. I've never charged churches. I receive an offering, but not to make, you know, to pay expenses or get back my money. I put that money toward another project that God wants us to do. Now, you can ask that to any, all the preachers that I preach, and they'll tell you that, that Jesse's an honorable man. I tell you he has never once put pressure on it. How many times my evangelism in the department, they'll say, they say, we want Brother Jesse to come. What is it going to take? And they said, just ask him. No, no, well, how much money is this day? Just ask him. And I don't mean that pridefully, but you know why? Because God has been so good and great. Yeah, so they talk de- about that a lot. Right,
1: we don't put a demand on how much they no. have to pay you to go or <coughs> right. any e- uh, expenses they have to pay. We pay all our own expenses for us and our team. But uh, we do share a vision and, sure, and, and a vision. give the people an opportunity to sow because we know what the kingdom, what the Word yeah. of God teaches about the principles right. of sowing and reaping. So it's, I, a, pro- I, it's a promise. I,
0: I never thought that it would take millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars to run this ministry because things are expensive About that, But that's all right.
1: Well, you know, Paul had That's all right. Paul had partners. He wrote in sure. the New Testament. We saw so often he wrote, especially the church at Philippi, how they helped him time and time again to help him to continue to do what he was called. And he was a traveling minister. Yes, he was. He was a traveling missionary, evangelist. He the church at Philippi. He would plant me. churches. He was an apostle, of course. But I, I love this. Still in Romans chapter 1, if you, can I continue sure. reading? go ahead. He says, uh, he's still talking to this church. He says, "For," and I talked about, he longed to see them to impart a spiritual gift. Now, this is the King James again. It says, uh I, I would not have you ignorant, brethren, but oftentimes I purpose to come to you but was let hitherto that I might have some fruit among you also, even as another Gentile. So he wanted to have their faith spoken out along the world as well. Uh, others in that way he says in verse 14 I am a debtor both to the Greeks and to the barbarians both to the wise and the unwise so he had a a compulsion on him to get this gospel out to the world
0: we're still talking about his faith and he's been dead for 2,000 years
1: right so he goes on in verse 15 (laughs) all right so as much as is in me is and we I feel the same passion I know you do too I am ready to preach the gospel to you that are at Rome also and I love this verse Okay. It always touches me. Let
0: it touch (laughs) you. It says, for
1: I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first, and also to the Greek. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall shall live live by by faith. faith. So faith is how we get to God. Faith is how we are sustained in this life that we live on this earth. Faith is what's going to help us to not only build us up, but it'll help us to build up everybody that God brings us into contact
0: with. Well, you know, it's amazing how people misunderstand or lie about your persecution. Y'all might have remembered about four or five years ago, man, I was the number one story in the world. I was, man, on Good Morning America, and I But they said I had four jets and all kinds of stuff like that. What I had done, if you remember, and I did put it on, thank God for social media, I wanted to show people, I didn't, I've never owned four jets at one time in my life. I mean, I used to make a joke, and I still do. I said, if I've got four jets, I need to make a theft report, because three of them are missing. I don't know where they are. But I do own, oh, we do have a jet, no missing standard. And thank God we needed that, because we had to get back here to do this. I mean, when we hit here, I mean, our eyeballs were like this, but, you know, we really went to work. We just got to do what you have to do. But I, I, all I did was to show people what God, how God had progressed. Yeah, we us. had
1: a photo, first yes. photo on the wall of where we began, our very first aircraft, right. which was after... Eighteen years of traveling ministry, yeah. and then we had that one for how many years? Seven or eight? Nine years. Nine years, and then there was this next one that we got that we had only had for a couple of years, and then the third one, which we is,
0: gave away, we,
1: which we were in at that time. Years. That was the third one. Then we were believing for this fourth one that we were praying for, yeah. and we had told people. And about We didn't this. ask people for a month; no, we, we just asked them to believe them to with, pray us. with us. About because it, Because so they, they ran saw with the, that. The photo <laughs> of these four photos, which were a progression. You know, all of us should have a place where we look back and see where we were. I remember our sure. little yellow house when we were first in that little yellow house Then we moved up to a, another crazy. house that I was able to have a study for you in that little yeah smaller house, I know forget house. that yeah and then, and then the third house and now we're in our fourth house yeah. so there's a progression a lot of us are, people are like that sure. they, they can look back yeah. where I remember when you dated me where I was living in a my mom and we were in a rented trailer. You and your family was in a trailer. Harold's owned. trailer You park. were in a trailer as well, yeah. but y'all owned your trailer. Yeah, we we'll
0: owned our trailer. But you. ours
1: was a double wide.
0: <laughs> she had a double <laughs> wide rented. rented trailer. So <laughs> we can all
1: look back and where we came, and, and we see the progression. And it, we give mm-hmm. God the glory. Amen. What we have today is because we gave our life to him. We didn't seek things, but we sought the Lord. Yes. And he has prospered. We as still don't us. seek and things. we love helping other people discover that God wants to give them a glorious life. And that's one of the programs that I love that's you know, called Glorious what, what, Living. But
0: what we have to this be careful is what God of. wants for us. Yeah. What we have to be careful is when we talk about the blessing of God, people say, well, we can get Jesse to do that. Say, I can't be your source. Right. Because then I would take God's position. The minute, I mean, sometimes I want to bless people and I'm about ready to just do something good. And they say, boy, you know, Jesse, if you don't do it, we're in trouble. And I thought, oh, and the Lord said, they just made you their source. You can't do that. Back I have to be their source. Right,
1: right. You
0: see, and that's just simply the truth, that your faith may be talked about all over the world. Right. I hope you're enjoying this. And, you know, I told you something. And I, I am a very blessed man. I am a great giver. I like being blessed so I can be a blessing. But you see, me people think in terms of money, Kathy, blessings, uh, plural, stuff. No, the Bible said the blessing, mm-hmm. the ability to get that. The blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich, and, and he is, added no sorrow. Not is, the
1: stuff. That's right. But this this message is so important, especially in these end times. We can't be looking to the government to be our source. No. Even our natural jobs to be our source. God has to be the one that's ultimately our source. Because he can, if we're obedient to him and, and obey his word, then he can see to it that no matter what comes... Inflation comes, no matter what difficult things come upon the next horizon or whatever is in the news, we can live a successful life. And, God, we can live victorious and well, yeah, it's, have it's every a, it, need supplied. It's
0: amazing to me. I was just so shocked that, uh, at one of our political figures who said, well, you know, so what if you're paying $5 and $6 and $7 a gallon of gas or fuel? You know, it's it's a way to get the green. Yeah, but that person flying the jet. And they ain't paying for it, I promise you. If the President of the United States would fill up Air Force One one time and he paid for it, he wouldn't go nowhere next week. Well,
1: he wouldn't remember that he did it. (laughs) That he
0: wouldn't remember that he did it neither. That's Mm -hmm. a fact. But I'm going to tell you something. Nobody costs to fly that plane. But, you know, you you shouldn't know because you're paying for it. It's your taxes that's doing it. Mm -hmm. Which I think we should take care of the President, not the issue. But, I mean, my God, you shouldn't say something like that. You got people here, man, they have to choose between gas and groceries. Mm -hmm. This thing is getting out of... uh, uh, Well, you you know... People 50 years old and and younger really never understood inflation too much. But we had inflation in the 70s and the 80s that really exploded on us. That's when uh, it was 19% for you to finance a house. If you remember those, I mean, it was rough, man. I mean, it was not easy. I remember when we had the oil embargo, 1973, and gas went up from like 45 cents to like a dollar and 10. We thought, Jesus, how are we going to ever manage that? Well, think about what's happening today. It's terrible. It's really terrible. But you know what? That can all stop just like that. Lock, stock, and barrel if people understand and quit trying to say, well, they, uh, well, you know, you just, just suffer through it. No. How about break through it instead of suffer through it? That's right. Stop it. That's you know right. what I'm saying? I tell people this when I'm praying for them for, to be healed. I say, now, look. You can live or die. The Bible said uh, you, you shall live and not die. Which one do you want? You have to make a choice here because mm-hmm. God will not break the free will. will Why don't God stop them killers because we ran him out the government, ran him out the school, ran him out there. We're doing all kind of crazy things and we only want him uh, to take care of us when we want it. Well, let we him... won't live by His Word. We won't do by what He's... And He's not a hard task. Right, I'm,
1: I'm just praying that it's a wake-up call to everybody that's seeing these things that are happening in the earth instead of turning away from God, turn to Him because He's really the answer to any every situation that's going on in yeah. the earth. Every problem that you see in the earth is, can be is fixed when you just turn to God and everyone just believe and trust so in Him.
0: I want your faith it's to be spoken about across the, the world. Earth. Partners... I thank you that when I tell people I was in that UK, I was telling people my partner sent me here. When you give and you you know and and you that money was used for that. That money was not used for me to go shopping. Let me just tell you this. And This is so fun. I think we said it. The um, when we flew back in, uh, that you have to go into customs when you come in. I said, where are we going to go into customs? I threw throughout the United Kingdom, we well, had just flew over the um, Atlantic Ocean. They said, well, let's stop in Portland, Maine. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, so we have to stop. We can't get out the plane. They come to us. You don't touch nothing. So he come in. We had to fill out. He said, "Do you have anything to declare?" We and Kathy said, "No, we don't." He said, "Y'all haven't been shopping?" Kathy said, "We ain't had time. We've been working eighteen-hour days." And then he said, "This, this guy." He said, "How much money y'all got on you?" And I didn't know. You know, I started looking. I said, "I think we got about three or four hundred dollars. This American money." He said, "Oh, y'all all fine. see you later. Have a good time." And he walked out. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it, there's a law in, in America that if you come into America and you got more than ten thousand dollars, you have to declare it, yeah. whether it's a check or whether it's cash. It's, or, it's on the so, form
1: which you didn't yeah, fill out, which I, I didn't did you. But
0: I, I thought it was so funny. <laughs> I said, "Kathy, said, I think we got three or four hundred dollars. If you want to look at it, we start you know, trying to open up our wallets." And he went, "Oh, <laughs> no, no," he said, "Y'all, y'all fine. Y'all gonna take off." And what, we, what, what he didn't realize, he trusted us, and we trusted him. And I thought, Father, I just can't thank you because the day before there was a jet. There were only two people on it, and they held them for two hours or better. They can hold you as long as they want. They held us mm, three to five minutes, and that was it. And, when, and he, he realized what we were doing. And I have told so many of these uh, custom people, I don't charge churches. It just blows them away. The, the, the custom agent in uh, Belfast, Northern Ireland, he said, you mean to tell me you flew all the way across the ocean to go to a church? See, so he can't, can't fathom it. Why? But this verse. That's right, that's right. That our faith may be spoken of throughout the whole world. That's right. Not trying to show off. So I may have said something that kind of shook you up about, you know, I mean, God, I, I, I am richer than those people that hurt me now. Right. I am. I know I am. Right. And I'm not bragging about that. What I'm to saying, God, God said, you hurt that boy. I never said nothing to them. He said, I'm going to bless him. Uh, you say, I wouldn't say that. Well, you know what? When Jesus came here, did, did he stay here? No, he went up in the cloud. Guess where he's living at? Pretty nice place. Pretty nice It's place. called heaven. Hallelujah. I hope you enjoyed today. That I want your faith to be spoken of all over the world. How do you do it? You ought to go study Proverbs 4 and study verses 20 until to the end of the chapter. It will show you how to do that. That's and to right. all our partners. I want to Okay, this I, little to little. all our partners who have helped us, Thank you for giving yes. to this ministry. Thank you so much. Thank you. If you'd like to give, you can go to jdm.org. That's our website. Or you can use PayPal and you can text the give. Or you can do it the old fashioned way mail in your donation. Let me say it again. Look at me when I say it. If you don't want to do it, you don't have to do it. Still keep watching the program, please. I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah, you know, you don't have to pay to watch this thing. If you want to be a blessing, but I'm going to say it again the anointing of increase is on me. And I'm telling you, it's on me, and it's on this mission. I believe a hundredfold.
1: And so many, and of I will say this to you:
0: I promise you, in front of all these people, that we'll never be in a position that I eat a hamburger and you don't. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That will never, ever happen. That will mm-hmm. never. And my daughter got Jody. Too much
1: seed in the ground.
0: Yeah, we got too much seed. Jody has never seen that. Mm-hmm. She never will. Even if Jesus tarries and I die, Meredith is my granddaughter, 14 years old, which we just think the world of. We'll never see that because a good man, good woman, leaves an inheritance for his children's children. How do you do that, Brother Jesse? By sowing seed, by giving and expecting the harvest.
1: Right. And the Word tells us that God supplies seed to the sower. So even if you don't have it to give, you could trust God to supply a seed and obey Him. <laughs> and when you do that, you, He opens up the windows of heaven. The word tells know, us. I have
0: to tell you this. I didn't tell you this. We hadn't eat. We, we were supposed to eat lunch at 11:30. We're not eating till three and four o'clock in the afternoon. We just preaching and running. Kathy saw McDonald's. She said, "I'm hungry. <laughs> Let's go that McDonald's." And I thought about Mama and we walked into that. I didn't tell you that. I thought about that. That castle hamburger place. We walked in there, and Kathy, and we didn't know. You think, of, hey, we, we thought we were looking for the counter, but they do everything online. There's on no lunch, people, it's just
1: a machine. You press a the machines, screen. and then they bring
0: you the food. And I said, Kathy, get whatever you want, boy. And she's just a pressing buttons. And Martin was with us, and he was pressing buttons. I said, whatever you want. And I thought, you know what I said when I was eating that, uh, that hamburger, uh, cheeseburger, what it was, quarter pounder, whatever you call it? I said, thank you, Lord, that we didn't have to share. We could have shared, and we wouldn't mind. We should have shared. We <laughs> probably should have shared. She had big when I went we, just, <laughs> we were on. so Jeez. hungry, man. I mean, I, and I thought, God, I can't thank you. Enough. Uh, and I didn't say that story to jerk your heart, but that's a true story. That literally happened. Mm-hmm. And you know what? But it taught me something. What Satan meant for bad, I immediately turned against his poverty right there at six years old. Right.
1: And we're still against all of that. Oh, yes. Our heart goes out to people, especially around the world, even now that talking about all the supply chain, the different difficulties. Oh, it's terrible. People are hungry in different parts of the world, especially in the the war
0: in the Ukraine
1: and all these people that are suffering hardship. Our heart goes out and we pray for you.
0: Uh, Yes, sir.
1: We pray daily that God would supply your need. And this is one of the ways that he does it. He brings seed to you, but you give, but also God will bring people to help you That's to get right. to that
0: place. Every time, not some of the time. Thank you for listening to us today. We shared our heart. If I said something that offended you, I apologize. I just gave you what I believe. And I'll tell you one thing, if you'll believe with me, God will bless you beyond your wildest dreams, spiritually, physically, and financially. And I prophesy this way, and your faith will be spoken out throughout the whole world. This is Jesse and Kathy saying, we love you,